One year ago, January 6, 2021. So it's a new year, and the number one New Year's resolution is dietary. Most people make, right? You know that. And so... uh, I'm going to suggest a new diet for Bannon and <laughs> Navarro. And in fact, the whole MAGA crowd. This is this is your special New Year's MAGA diet. Crow, crow, and more fucking crow. Bye-bye, Bannon. Bye-bye, Navarro. Bye-bye, Rogan. Bye-bye, all you hangers-on. And mostly, most of all, Bye-bye, Trump. Bye-bye, Kushner. Bye-bye, Meadows. Bye-bye, all you cocksuckers in Congress piling on each other trying to become the next Trump. You might want to look down the road where the railroad tracks go off a cliff. Oh, and in case your amnesia has become industrial grade. Obviously, all that bleach you were huffing and chlorocloxiquin, whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> you didn't get too much sunshine in your veins, did you? They told you in the 70s, don't do the brown blotter. <laughs> you didn't listen. Well, guess what? You're being shut down hard. You're going away, and the diet... In prison is crow. Enjoy it. Enjoy eating all that crow. What's not happening tomorrow? Trump is not happening tomorrow. MAGA is not happening tomorrow. All your little visuals for your J6 traitors? Not happening tomorrow. Nope. Happy to rain on your parade. Yeah, this is not going to age well. Just like Trump is not aging well. <laughs> Just like Bannon did not age well. Although, to be fair, he was probably a butt ugly child. Yeah, that's a given. We don't have any evidence for that, but. I'm sure there's high school photos of him. I'm sure we could find like, out. Nobody's that interested. Yeah. You know he's ugly. He's probably exactly. always been ugly. So. And he takes it out on the wall. We can't say that he didn't age well because he probably started out ugly. But, yeah. He was the high school catcher's mitt. <laughs> because ugly as sin. Yeah. And that's an insult to catcher's mitt. No. And to baseball in general. Well, it had it coming. <laughs> yeah, it really did. But, yeah, I was just perusing some... Some beautiful headlines today. uh, Stephanie Grisham, Trump's former press secretary and former Melania Trump chief of staff, who resigned on January 6th after Melania refused to tweet condemning the violence (laughs) and uh, continued with her very culturally important photo shoot of a fucking rug... Because God knows that was more important than the overrunning of a free and fair democracy by your basket of deplorables. Oh, yeah. 
I said it. It should have been the line that won Hillary the fucking White House if you assholes would have gotten over yourselves, stopped tripping on your dicks, and stood up and done what was right for the country. I'm looking at you, James Coney. I really am. I'm looking at all you fucking Trump cocksuckers inside the FBI. Oh, but her emails. Oh. Newsflash, Hillary did win the 2016 election by more than 3 million votes. How about that? A little bit of inconvenient history for you right and there. And she didn't have a rally calling on her supporters to go to the Capitol and stop the certification of Trump's stolen election. And had she, had this happened on the other side five years ago, the Republicans would have Benghazi that shit till all of oh, no the shit. Democrats were in prison. We they never would have heard the it. fucking end we of it. We never would have heard the end of it. They would have prosecuted everybody just to to spite them, even if they weren't. In well, they fucking tried. I mean, here's just there was the, no insurrection. To well, prosecute. and there was no Benghazi in Benghazi. Of course not. There's nothing they, there. There. She testified for fucking what? Twelve hours. Twelve hours. Right. And they got nothing. Meanwhile, nothing the coward Donald J. Trump won't even sit down. Can't sit down for interview. a deposition because he's a compulsive liar. And a coward. With a capital C. Oh that yeah. rhymes with cuck because he's a cuck coward. Oh yeah. He certainly is. <laughs> he certainly is. <laughs> yeah. But so a year later, when is everyone going to prison that matters? Oh, so they've had 600 convictions already. Over 700. Over 700. In over Vegas. 700. Well, and that was one of the beauty headlines today. Mm. Uh, Merrick Garland speaking at the DOJ in an uncharacteristic public appearance. Mm. I mean, this is a wicked smart guy with, you know, I would never go head-to-head on a competition about who knows more about the Constitution. He wins <laughs> hand down. And this motherfucker should be on the Supreme Court for the last five years, Should have been, right? But doesn't like stolen, public appearances. But we don't like saying that's stolen. But it's nice that he did come out and clearly make a statement that the Justice Department will be prosecuting everyone involved in the January 6th plot, coup attempt, and resultant insurrection attempt, no matter what level they are at. So it's, you know, it's difficult, I think, these days for people to be patient because we have... Instagrams and podcasts and influencers and Twitters and posts and social media that wants it now, now, now. But the wheels of justice grind slowly, but they grind fine. So, and Merrick Garland is a very methodical, meticulous guy, right? They don't want to have any loose ends that can be proven that. was in any way not Yeah, they will prepare their case mm. so that it is airtight yeah. and that be only then good. will they move ahead with indictments yeah. and prosecutions because you know what someone 
as overqualified to be a justice on the Supreme Court as Merrick Garland does, he knows the inside of a courtroom. He knows what a judge is going to require and going to look at, and he's going to make sure that it's in there. It's like the old pasta sauce. It's in there. What was it? Ragu or Mama Leone's or something. It's in there. There was an old commercial. It's in there. He's he's too much of a young Gen Z baby. It's all in there. Uh, (laughs) You've got Gen Z up your ass? Gen X all the way. Oh, Gen X. Gen X rules. That's why we're so certain. If we had planned a coup d'etat, had rallies, and were busted, in a year's time, we'd already be in prison. That's why it seems well, like it's taking too long. I'm sorry. Not not to uh, think too much of myself, but if I planned a coup, y'all would be swearing allegiance to Jackrabbit right now. <laughs> I would not be using a mob of morons. Mm-hmm who don't know how to do shit and then walk around, just do a bunch of public vandalism and then leave having accomplished nothing. Just yeah. property damage and uh, international humiliation. Shame and humiliation. So, I mean, they gave Putin a nice present on January 6th. Oh, yes. But the entire Trump candidacy and administration was just a big, you know, bow tie to Putin. Well, here's the headline that never occurred, still to this date since that time. Terrorists around the world cheer the MAGA crowd for uh, seizing the capital. Oh, I think that headline was in Germany. Yes, so... <laughs> they did pay attention that in American to it. newspapers. The foreign Terrorists press covered fully it. support the MAGA crowd. Oh, and yeah. And then you've got a different talking point. Well, I think, you know, we don't give Trump enough credit. You heard me say it here first, folks. We don't give Trump enough credit for turning America into a shithole like Russia. That's what he wanted to do, and that's what he did. So, I mean, you can say a lot of things about Donnie, but... You know, he accomplished what he set out to do. He trashed America. He ruined our standing on the world stage. And he rolled over and let Putin screw him up the ass for four years and gave him everything he wanted. And why do you think Putin's in a big international snit right now? Because he's not getting that anymore. He doesn't have his whipping boy anymore. Exactly. He doesn't have a tool in the White House to suck him off in public and give him everything that he wants. And so he's like, wah, dictator unhappy, wah, wah, stop dying from COVID, everyone in Russia, wah, wah, our Sputnik vaccine sucks, so I'm going to go start a border fracas with Ukraine so you guys don't notice that you're all fucking dying. Yeah. You want to know what someone with qualifications to be a dictator looks like? Look at Putin. Oh, he's got the bona fides. And he's so calm and cool about it. Like, we usually think dictators as. I don't know if dead inside and, qualifies as calm. What? I, I don't know if dead inside qualifies dead inside as calm. Is a calm. I mean, it's a calm state, I suppose. Well, Bolsonaro know? is not calm, and he's a dictator. <laughs> Bolsonaro is like days away from death. Yeah. 
from COVID. He's an erratic job, just like Trump. Well, that's what I'm saying. You look at the difference, right? You look at the difference of a, a successful dictator, an actual <laughs> dictator with bona fides, right. and you know that's Putin. He's a straight up killer, mm-hmm. and he knows it, mm-hmm. and he doesn't and care, knows and everyone and knows like, it, and he's like, yeah, exactly. Like, you're watching me fuck your wife, and you're liking it, huh, right. world? Uh huh, mm-hmm. exactly. And you know that's what. Trump wants to be, but never will be. Maybe if his daddy had taken him out into an icy lake and thrown him in at six and made him swim back to shore like Putin's daddy, he might have toughened up a little. Or, you know, drowned. So much the better. Spoiler alert, that's the opening scene of the new Bond film. Though I watched the first five minutes. The girl falls into the lake of ice. Oh, really? The bad guy pulls her out and makes her his... It's um, almost like Arcane. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. We went right into that. By the way, Arcane on Netflix. Fantastic. Awesome. If you guys haven't checked it out, I highly recommend. If you'd like yeah. some nice, uh, beautiful visuals and fun, lit RPG action, check out Arcane on Netflix. They're not a sponsor, but we expect to hear They're from not them. a sponsor, <laughs> but I want season two so badly. I want to see it. I can't wait. So I know it takes time to make all those beautiful. It takes panels. less time than it does to prosecute an insurrectionist. But yet, you can animate a whole well, series for a year. Anyway, that's true. Back to our topic. Right. And you get something of value at the end of that. Whereas, yeah. you know, sadly, prosecuting insurrectionists is just cleanup. Mm-hmm. This is like clean up on aisle. 411, thank you. <laughs> Clean up on aisle 4th of July because MAGA has rubbed its feces all over the flag. And now tomorrow they want to hold vigils. For what? For the insurrectionists. For the, for the traitors. For the prison for breaking the law? I think, really, it would be a good opportunity for the FBI and the NSA and, you know, local police officers to go down and take a visual record of all the traitors that come out to these GOP fucking (laughs) insurrectionist sympathy rallies that they're planning tomorrow. Round them up. Self-identify yourselves, traitors. Go right ahead. Wait. Take that fucking mask off. You don't believe in the coronavirus. You must be doing it to hide your shameful little faces. Yep, because they've already got Because you ugly. Mm-hmm. Your mama says you ugly. Bad enough. I guess they probably didn't have that cheer in, uh, in your high school, but I remember that. West Philly, baby. Oh, of course. You ugly. You ugly. Your mama says you ugly. I don't think you can get away with that cheer anymore, but I heard it. (laughs) And I wasn't even in the stands. I was in the parking lot with the cool kids. Should we move the Capitol back to Philly? (coughs) That won't fix anything. (laughs) I think it would fix a lot, actually. Yeah. I I think Philly should never have given up the Capitol, given what we know now. So they roped Philly, made it its own. The only reason that it went to D.C. was so that it wouldn't be strictly all in the north. And it wouldn't be a state. Like the state of Pennsylvania wouldn't have 
the well, capital right, of the United States. Exactly. They so carved it out. They of, got to carve Philly out, though, and done yeah, the same thing. Because they did DC they were Philly. like, ooh, DC Philly. Where's there a bunch of unfarmable swampland that no one wants to own? And that is let's, definitely haunted by uh, the Native Americans. Let's draw a big circle around the tri state of Virginia, Maryland, and uh, Delaware. And we'll just call that D.C., the district, the District of Columbia. Why are we named after Columbia, though? Why is Columbia the district? I don't understand that. I don't there's, know. That's where Washington. someone Google that and, and post it in the comments because I was always confused by that in school. I'm like, wait a minute. It's the United States of America. Why isn't it the District of America? Why is it the District of Columbia? What does Colombia have to fucking do with it? And why are we a republic and a democracy? Oh, wait, that's answerable. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> one's easy. There was no such thing as a democracy when this country was, you know, founded. So it's called a republic. It was a, it was a theoretical exercise. Hmm. Democracy. They had an idea hmm. about what it was going to be, but nothing had ever existed up until that point. It was dictatorships. It was all about... Rule. Right. All about the inbred crowns of Europe and, (laughs) you know, all of their Down syndrome. Sorry if people are offended by that. All of their fucking Down syndrome inbred have babies with your brothers and sisters and first cousins and inbreed that fucking royal line until they... Can't, can't breed fucking breed anymore. <laughs> Shit. I mean, you can just look back in history and see some of those twisted, deformed motherfuckers that they kept up in the bell tower, and you can see how their purity breeding program didn't play out so well. But, uh... Hmm. They were trying to do something different here, but they had no examples. There was nothing functional that they could point to but the Iroquois nation here already well the founders of America Jefferson (laughs) stole the right they had to steal that we stole the land we stole the democracy but you asked why did they go with the republic and that's because historically that already existed right in ancient Rome the original iteration of the Roman Empire was a republic where the senate a term we're familiar with, mm-hmm. had functional governing power. But they had a king? They had a Caesar. Caesar. And a pope? They had separately? a... C- no. This was way before a pope. There was no popes? There were no popes in ancient Rome. There was a Caesar who later became an emperor. Mm-hmm. And that's when the Republic stopped being a Republic and moved into being a dictatorship. of Insurrection Anniversary Special. Oh, this is part two. Yeah. Cut us off of part one. Where did we leave off? We were going way back to the founding of our democracy. Oh, right. Why did we have a republic? That's where we got back to ancient Rome. (laughs) I was like, how did we get back to ancient Rome? (laughs) That's how. That's how. Right. So our founding fathers didn't have any models of a functioning democracy because that did not exist 
at the founding of this nation anywhere on planet Earth, except, as you rightly point out, the Iroquois nation in uh, North America, comprising a good third of the eastern seaboard and parts of Canada. And uh, by the way, their democracy, I think that lasted for like over a thousand years. It was a long damn time before the white man came and fucked things up. What was different about their democracy than ours? The grandmother's council? Yes, the full autonomy and not only autonomy and equal participation of women in their governance, in the formation of their governing, but also women were given the ultimate veto on all acts of war. And women were given the sole power to either implement or deny a death penalty for any crime. It was up to the wise woman or the council of women called the council of grandmothers or the grandmother's lodge. And if the tribe wanted to go to war, the grandmothers had to say yes. And if they said no, no war for you. And if someone wanted a crime punished by death, whether it was a citizen of the nation or a prisoner of war, it was the highest ranking woman who decided whether or not the death penalty was warranted. So we could have a council of grandmothers created here to help stabilize well, our democracy. Well, I mean, you can just look at, if we're looking at the lessons of history... Here's a democracy that functioned free and clear with a decentralized government at a pre-technological time when the crowned heads of Europe were struggling to maintain national borders and any measure of a functioning society. I mean, under authoritarian Europe, the dictatorships of the old crowned heads and the old European empires you only had a functioning society within your castle the end you did not have a functioning civilization Europe likes to be all ooh we created civilization no you fucking didn't (laughs) you You pretended to have civilization in your own insular little medieval castles You ride five minutes into the countryside and you have lawlessness and complete and utter anarchy and chaos. And that's the way it was in Europe for a thousand years. While over here in North America, the Iroquois had a functioning civilization. So you could go anywhere in the thousands of miles of Iroquois territory and experience a unified government, a functioning civilization, unified codified statutes of law, pursuit of the arts, peace among the population. I mean, yeah, it was pre-industrial times, so life was going to be pretty hard because you were subject to whatever scant protection from the elements you could get. But in terms of a civilization, 
they win, hands down. And that's where Jefferson, you know, he cheated off the smart kids' paper and just copied what they did. And then, of course, the European sexism, driven by the Inquisition and the Pope and the Catholic Church for thousands of years, you know, just like the kid that cheats on his history exam and he gets a B... (laughs) Because he failed to copy the essay question correctly. And they eliminated the participation of women. So the women was a from bridge their too far to model. start a democracy. Oh, yeah. Men have a right to equality. Of course, it's white men only, too. But that's not clarified in it. Well, right. So, I mean we can credit the founding fathers for the amount of vision and audacity that they had, right? Mm -hmm. But they fell far short of the one example that did exist. At the time. At the time. Mm -hmm. And the only other example of a successful republic was the Roman Empire. Well, it kind of fell twice because it was a republic Mm -hmm. and then it wasn't. It became an autocracy. It became a dictatorship when Caesar decided that he was God and that he should be worshipped as God. And And that's when it all started to fall to shit. And the same thing that you saw in Europe where they play-acted having a civilization that never extended beyond their little walled cities for so long because they, yeah, they had a civilization where they could enforce it. The cat is trying to eat something over there. Oh, yeah. You know something to say on the podcast, baby? I'll show you a god. Look over here. I am your kitty god. Worship me. (laughs) So, but... Again, the Founding Fathers, in copying the Roman Republic, that's where we got the branches of government from, which were, I believe, back in the, in the ancient Roman Republic days, pre-Caesar. They had a Senate. They had a Senate, they had a judiciary, and they had separation of powers. And they had, you know, their Caesar or their emperor was answerable to the Senate. And that's where the founding fathers took their inspiration, but then they failed as well because while ancient Rome did have slaves and they held slaves, they didn't hold slaves on a racial basis. Right. The slaves came from every place that the Romans conquered. Anywhere. It didn't matter. As long as they were not Roman citizens, they could have been other Italians and they were held as slaves if they were captured by the Romans. But the difference was slavery was not seen as a permanent condition. It was a temporary political status. So if someone held in slavery did something of notable service to the Republic, they earned the right to become a citizen. That never existed here in the United States because the Southerners never wanted to give up their slave population. 
And so they never wanted any kind of illegal machination that their slaves could then become citizens. They never wanted that. They fought against that. And they fought against that in the First Continental Congress as well. They fought for the quote-unquote, I'm going to say it out loud because you can't see me doing the fingers, that they fought for the rights of the slaveholders, the rights of the plantation holders. You know, coincidentally, the only ones getting representation. There was no one representing the enslaved African Americans who were just Africans at that point who had been stolen and kidnapped and brought to this country against their will. There was no representation for them arguing for their rights. Well, that and that's how the Southerners aimed to keep it, and that's where you get the three quarters of a person bullshit and all whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, it was just all stupid rationalization to keep their economic power base. But uh, those were the examples that the founding fathers had to to set up the country. So that's why we have a republic instead of an actual democracy. I see. Because if we had an actual democracy with a popular vote, the, the dominant vote of the will of the people? If, if this were a pure democracy, yes. So the, it should be one person, one vote. Right. So if you get six million more votes than the other person... Seven million. You don't lose on a... Technicality, technicality if a, those votes are all in California instead of Michigan. Because right. it's almost like all the bullshit. same thing where it's the the northern state voters are only three fifths of a vote. Right, we're disenfranchised. So, yeah. We're disenfranchised out of this colonial what what acquiescence this was a compromise to the South. Right, in the First Continental Congress, right? Let you have more power with less people and less voters, just so you'll stay in the Union? Well, this was to create the Union, right. I mean, because honestly, we got to say, it was pretty audacious what the Founding Fathers did. They stood up to, literally, the most powerful empires on the planet, when they formed the first Continental Congress and they knew that there was a chance they would not prevail, that they might be put to death by these colonial powers that were holding them in servitude. You know, it's, it's one of the ironies that you don't get taught in history class that these slave-holding men these sexist men who were stealing their ideas from the American Indians. The cat is just going apeshit over here. I can't even concentrate on what I'm saying. What am I saying? See, what's the difference between the revolution and the insurrection? Oh, no, that's what it was. Right. It's, well, it's, the irony is that, you know, this country exists because white men started getting treated the way they treated women and people of color before they founded their colonies and decided that they didn't like being treated that way. 
So are you saying America was started as a white supremacist nation? In a nutshell, mm. yeah. Well, pretty most much. Were, unless you were a nation of people of color. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, there were other nations and you know, we're not even talking about what was China doing at that time? Um, they had an advance. No, my that God, was that was centuries Mao. later. At the time that the Europeans were living in mud hovels and, you know, proclaiming the divine right of white men to do whatever the fuck they want. Over in China and Asia, they had literature, they had symphonies, they had literacy, they had advanced medical procedures, they were doing surgeries. I mean, this is documented because you know what is really good? The history in China. They were very meticulous about information and writing it all down and keeping an accurate record of things. And when each emperor conquered, they were trying to keep that, not burn it. Right. Because it was information, it was knowledge. There's no equivalent burning of the Library of Alexandria in ancient Chinese history. When they took over, they kept all the information because, hey, it was useful. So, right. So, I mean, we have this hypocrisy this fallacy of, you know, Europeans being the bastion of civilization, and it pretty much has never been true. It's never been true. It's all been stolen. I love uh, what John Oliver says that the British Museum is just an ongoing active crime scene because <laughs> it, is. it is really. It's just an arrogant display of cultural appropriation and displaying stolen goods all throughout history, right? I mean, I love that it's, you know, India quite rightly demanded that the stolen jewels that England considers their crown jewels were stolen from India, and India's like, hey, you can give those back now, and the UK is like, well, while we acknowledge blah, 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 certain inconveniences, blah, 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 we respectfully decline to return your stolen property. It's on display for all of For all humanity, humanity to see, right. But we'll keep the ownership of it. Oh, no, he's going he's gonna to bite that. What are you doing? I wish you guys could see this. I wish you could see how cute and terrifying this cat is right now. He says, no, don't bite up my page. I like this page. <laughs> but he's uh, he's definitely feeling the vibe. So this is our wrap-up. Along with our colorful and slightly accurate history lesson. Probably more accurate than... Oh, what are you biting? Oh, my God. Ah, get off of that. And the cat going a little nuts here at the end of the podcast because everybody's worked up and we're going to just jump around the room. But, uh, you know, the diet for the new year for the MAGA crowd is crow, crow, and more crow. Coming soon to a prison lineup near you. 
Bye, Bannon. All of them down to Gitmo. Oh, that'll be a sweet day. Sweet irony. See you next year. B-Dog and Jackrabbit rocking the mic freestyle. You want to out conspiracy the conspiracies? You come here for the 411.